Hi, friends, and welcome to episode four of Brazen Business Podcast. My name is Sarah Johnson, and I am your host. This week, we are speaking with Ellie Cup. Ellie Cup is an acrylic paint artist who creates paintings on canvas. Um, she also has a number of different um, other products that she's turned her art into and that she offers, and we get a little bit into that in the episode. But Ellie has managed to create a business and start marketing her own work and support herself from an art form in quite a small amount of time. We dig into um, her beginnings as an artist and kind of how she came to be in the position she is now. We also talk a little bit about the experiences that she had in other um, jobs that she had in her life prior to starting this um, business of her own that maybe helped her in some ways um, with her marketing skills, customer service skills, and things like that. So I think this is an interesting episode for anybody thinking about starting to dive into a new business, especially if you're thinking about diving into an art-based business. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Please follow Ellie Cup on Instagram. Be sure to check out her artwork, um, share her work, and support her if you can and if you feel moved to. And enjoy this conversation. This is Ellie Cup with Brazen Business Podcast. Hello. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Um, this whole podcast started because I know so many people that like own businesses or artists or um, have like small little enterprises just based on like what I do for a living. And so I've met all these interesting people and I have really fun conversations with them. And I was like, you know, it would be great if other people could like hear these things. Cause I think the things that we're talking about are interesting. And I think it's also stuff that other people are like struggling with. And it would be so helpful if they just heard other people are like still going through the same stuff or like maybe just offered some insight into like what their life is like. Do you know what I mean? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, and so, and I agree with you, like with, um, you know, also being a business owner this past couple of years, like it's crazy how many people I've met. So it's wild. Right. And I think it, it, first of all, it's my favorite part, but it really mm -hmm. has, um, just brought me in connection with so many people of just like all different, like genres and markets and things that they sell or do or services that they offer. So I really like that. So I want to, um, just introduce you a little bit to the people that are listening. Um, and yeah. so just, I'm going to let you kind of give your um, little elevator pitch. What is it that you do? What is your business? <laughs> yes, I'm Ellie Cup, and I am um, an acrylic paint artist. And I paint a lot of nature-themed paintings. So I'll paint like mountainscapes and lots of botanicals. And um, it's very abstract. And I use a lot of like mid-century modern colors. So kind and of a, so, a quick overview we met initially um because you were at a show in chillicothe at three sisters park mm -hmm. the maker's market i believe it was a sp spring edition that year and yeah. i was getting ready to i was there as a customer you were there as a mm -hmm. vendor and i was getting ready to throw a market myself and i fell in love with your art as a customer and i begged you um essentially to come and participate <laughs> as a vendor in my market, I was like, it's coming up. What day are you available? Because I really want you to be able to be there. And so I remember yeah. 
um that was kind of our first instance but now we've seen each other's in several different markets and several different like settings and so um you're like you were one of the first people that came to mind when i was like i want to talk to people about how they came to be where they're at and what they're doing um with their business and things you were one of the first people because i just think it's been such a just a quirky happenstance for us to meet and and the way that we <laughs> kind of been yeah. interacting lives you know so mm-hmm. one of the well, things thank I you wrote, for reaching out excited yes no 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 I'm so excited to chat with you one of the things I really want to dive into and you can kind of um you know lead the story from there is life as a business owner is already like s- stressful and has all of these like trials and tribulations but yeah. on top of that you're an <laughs> artist so you mm-hmm. are physically um creating your product <laughs> out of your brain <laughs> like you have to be inspired you have to create it and so I'm sure that there are like unique hurdles that come from um that section of your business and so I kind of wanted to talk about that specifically with you um and what that kind of looks like for building your business and 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 where you're at now, like where you started to where you are now. So can you tell me kind of a little bit, when did you start painting? How did you start um, going down this road in the first place? So um, I have kind of been like super creative, like my whole life. Um, And like, but I never really got into like acrylic paint. I kind of, and it's kind of funny when I tell people, they're like, oh, like, so did you always like acrylic paint? Like, no, I hated it. Like, I tried every medium under the sun and hated acrylic paint. And so um, I just never really touched it. And then when I was online for uh, my junior and senior year of high school for COVID, I had so much extra time. And um, my grandpa actually ended up giving me some old acrylic paint that he had. And I just loved the colors that he had. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like what I decorate with. And so because I had so much time I ended up painting my very first mountain piece which was like I still have the picture but um it's like a it's a crazy core memory for me um like very vivid to remember how I started sure um, yes yes I had this very tall painting was like up to my shoulders and so I drew and um then I like I painted with all the like the blues and the oranges and kind of did a mix of all the colors that he gave me uh but it didn't have my line work on it And so I was like, this is kind of missing something. Like, I feel like it needs something extra. And so um, then I had like this black paint pen that I hadn't used yet. And so I, I, you know, opened it up and I added the black lines and I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I have a white marker as well. So I added the white lines and I was like, yep, I need to do this on everything. And so then I just kind of uh, like in my body, like I knew like, this is what I'm, I'm going to do as like a job. And so my parents like really pushed for that. And they were like, you should probably, <laughs> you should go paint some more. Uh, and like, you should sell this art. And then I did. Um, so that would have been in like uh, late December, early January. Um, so like 2020 and then 2021. And okay. then in May of 2021 is when I did my very first farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a couple of things I want to dive into a little bit there. One, um, yeah, that was a lot of information. No, it's great. No, it's so great. It's so great. Um, one of the things, um, I'm going to put like some pictures of your art up on, um, Instagram, like, you know, with the, along with this episode, so people can get that visual, but, um, it took me interacting with your art a couple of times before I really like 
dissected it and real like noticed like the line work was like the thing that was accentuating it and like making it so like uniquely appealing to my eye like it was like I've, yeah. I've got several like so many pieces of your art in my house I'm in, in <laughs> fact you. I'm in my podcast booth and I have a painting of yours in my podcast booth I'm staring at right now it's your hearts with Thank flowers you. that means oh yes that one I love that one um, and so I, um, it took a while for me to like, really like pick up on those two because it's so subtle, but it's so important and impactful. So to hear the story about like, how you came to like, create this very signature thing that is like, yeah. not in any way effortless, but like, it makes the painting, like it just creates this, like, oh, it's like creates this effortless style about your paintings that I think is so mm-hmm. appealing to me personally. Um, Thank you. That's super interesting to hear, like how you came, you came to do that process. But something I think that's even larger here that everybody can maybe take from this is that um, your parents supported you, man. Like that's oh, one million percent. I could not have done it without them. Like a parent saying you should do this is incredible, especially when we're talking Mm -hmm. about pursuing the arts because you know they're traditionally not known to be incredibly lucrative or um Um, and I was working a job while I started and that job um like that's another crazy thing is like my parents being okay with me quitting this job to pursue my own business in an art thing you know because I was going to um really pursue I worked for a skateboard company uh and I was going to go um on track to have my own store. So I would have moved across the country, freshly 18, to have my own store. And my boss, he told me, like, I was offered the job of the, um, like, right before I got my own store. And I was, like, just so hesitant. I was like, ah, I really want this job because I've worked super hard for it, but I feel called to be an artist. And he was like, I think that uh, art is your true passion. And so like to have these adults in my life who they knew that I could go do this other thing and succeed at that, but they knew that I truly was meant to be an artist. Ellie, that's incredible. Like I'm getting like chills a little bit to hear (laughs) like, first of all, I didn't know like the skateboard component was part of it. So like, let's put a pin in that and come back to that because I really (laughs) want to hear about that. But like uh, to just have like you, okay, first of all, it really, let's just talk about the fact that and I'm sure I would love to talk to your parents at some point as well, but they're all so small business owners who work for themselves and like pursued their mm-hmm. own dream and own their own gig. So it, I do think that that has got to be a component to it is like, they know 100%. what it takes and they saw it in you because they know how hard it yeah. is, but also like they're dreamers, believers, jumpers of the ship if they've already created something of their own. So I do think like that's a component to it. But, and then obviously your other boss is also a business owner, but to Mm -hmm. have these people who there are much safer options, there are things lined up right in front of you and you're more than capable, be able to tell you like, there's more for you and like, yes, pursue whatever it is that's driving you is, uh, it's worth a college tuition. It's invaluable. It's just it's just so invaluable. And so I'm so happy for you. I've met your parents. I love them. I've always thought that they were great. I knew that they supported you, but like to know, just to know that they did it like on that kind of a level with you have like, you know, like you said, a stable career ready to go for you all teed up that you worked for and that you deserved. Mm -hmm. Um, and art is a, is a grind. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do a lot of, a lot of stuff I'm sure. And so, okay. So that's incredible. Um, so then 
now we're in um, the summer of 2021, you do your first farmer's market. And so up to this point, had you sold any art beyond like you made the painting, you've like kind of honed in on the style that you were doing, you started painting a crazy ton. Had you sold anything like before you came up to this farmer's market season? No, I never um, sold a piece of art before. Um, okay. I I mean, I one time designed like a t-shirt for sure. a friend of mine, but like never sold art in this style. So this is completely brand new as of May, 2021. Sure. Sure. Okay. So the first farmer's market just is great or terrible or how did that first one go? So that is one thing where I think I have a, um, a very lucky experience to have firsthand an amazing first market. Um, that painting that was like, you know, the size of me, I sold it. Um, that was like my very first painting I sold. Somebody, wow. And so like this lady, I still follow her on Instagram, but um, it was, it was the craziest thing. Like I just, um, I'm like geeking while talking about it. Cause I was just so excited. Um, but my, uh, I was so nervous because I was like, I don't think I'm going to sell any art. Like I'm going to show up and I'm going to have to yep. pick up everything. Yeah. That's everybody's <laughs> spot, right? That's everybody's yes. spot. <laughs> and so then my grandpa, um, which he's like my best friend, love that man. So he came down to visit me. Um, and he was like, you know what? Like, it's okay if you don't sell anything. He's like, if you sell a couple small pieces, he's like, that's great. And then can you please a be piece? adopted into your family? Like, can <laughs> I please join your, like, you are surrounded <laughs> by the most loving individuals. My God. Oh my God. You have no idea. I am, oh I am gosh, so Ellie. grateful for everyone in my family. I'm, but... so, I'm so grateful for, uh, that's just wonderful. I'm so happy for you. Keep going. Keep going. Thank you. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so he's basically, you know, giving me this advice and he's like, you know, like your smaller pieces, your prints, those are going to be your bread and butter, you know, like that is what you'll sell a lot of. And he goes, if you sell one big piece every once in a while, like that's awesome, you know, but like, it's okay to not focus on that. And then he starts walking away. He's talking to, um, cause my parents also had a booth there talking to my dad. And then this lady walks in and buys that big piece and just like the smile on his face just about brought me to tears because we were just uh-huh. like so excited that I um, oh, Ellie, that's sold beautiful. a piece. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's what now here's okay. So first of all, your grandpa's just brilliant. Obviously, he's a, obviously a great band and he's <laughs> I'm sure wise beyond words. But yes. I um and I've probably told this story uh maybe even on here already before, but it directly applies to you. I went to like an art uh, of the art of business institute meeting, like here in Peoria, I don't know, like a okay. decade ago. And um one of the mainstays of it was like how to make money as an artist um, mm-hmm. and like how to live as an artist. And that was like one of the main threads was you can have a literally like almost the same words you just used. You can have a huge painting that's like an mm-hmm. original, you know, oil on canvas, say, and it's worth $25,000, but it'll take mm-hmm. years before the right person with the right space, with the right budget, with the right taste, with all of these things line up and fall in yeah. love with it and buy it. But if you make a print, of that painting and make it available at different price points and smaller sizes, then, Mm -hmm. you know, you can eat and you can live off of that kind of, 
um, income. And so when I hear you telling like the story, your grandpa just so simply put, like, it's all right, this is your bread and butter. You're going to do yeah. all these things. And then you turn around and sell the big painting, right? I I'm know. Like, oh my it's gosh. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. It's just, it's just like, I'm sure the pride in, in your parents and in him were just like overwhelming. I'm sure it was just an amazing day. Good for you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was definitely, yeah, something to remember. And so like after you did that market, you said you had already felt like this is for sure what I should be doing for a living. But after that market, you were just like, let's go. And you just started painting. Yeah, and... <laughs> definitely like set it in stone, you know, like, yep, you were nervous, but um, I really felt like it was like, because I sold and I sold quite a few more paintings that day. And so like, even though I sold like the big one, it was like, also look at all the small ones that you sold. And like, I still remember like the people's faces of like who bought my very first paintings, even though I don't yeah. know them, but I'm like, yep, yeah. it's burned into my brain. <laughs> so that that's something of, that um, I don't think that like <clears throat> consumers at large, like actually realizes you fall in love with these people because they like yeah. buy a piece of your heart. They part with their hard earned money because they love mm -hmm. something you created in your brain so much that they'd rather have that. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, this job, it's definitely created, like, I have the imposter syndrome for sure. Like, sometimes someone, like, I have had people say, like, oh, like, I have a whole Ellie Cup art wall. And I'm like, oh, you're lying. That's not true. And Listen so to me, Listen, I keep interrupting you, but it's to tell you how great you are. I was talking to uh, my friend, Vanessa, who you met um, with me. She yes. was with me when we, when we first discovered you. And she also fell in love with you and bought a bunch of your art. And she's seen you several times. And um, she was actually my first guest on this podcast. She recently moved to Arizona and got oh. rid of like literally almost everything she owns. Like they tried to just like, she went down to a capsule wardrobe. She tried to like, just pare down as much as they could. They were going from a house to an apartment, just making a life oh, shift. Wow. Mm -hmm. and last time you texted me and said, the next time you talk to Ellie, she didn't know I was like recording with you today. She texted oh, me last yeah. time. The next time you talk to Ellie, will you please let her know that I gave away all the art I created because she like paints and stuff herself. And she said, mm -hmm. but all of hers made it to Arizona. And then she sent me a picture and she has an entire wall of your oh art. Oh my gosh. Art <laughs> and I was like, I am for sure going to tell her that story. I'm talking wow. to her tomorrow. <laughs> I'll literally cry. I will cry right now. Oh my gosh. I'll send you the picture. I'll, I'll send you the picture after yes, we're done. I need but, that picture. That's amazing. Uh, Thank yeah, you. So that is what, that's what art does, you know, like it touches mm -hmm. people and, um, but I just know, like, as an artist myself, it's just incredible when you know somebody treasures something that you create. It's just beyond. And the fact that you're an amazing artist and it's been proven time and time again, and you're saying out loud, like, you still struggle with imposter syndrome. It's in all of us. Like, it's ever, it's, yes. it's, how, how do you not, I, I do the same thing. How do you not? Exactly. And so that's the thing is, like, it does hit harder on some days, you know, and that is one thing, like, if you are going to be a maker, like, even though I still struggle with it, you have to, to an extent, like, even though I'm like, oh my gosh, like, that's so goofy, like, whatever, you don't really have my art. Like, I'm also like, I'm a business owner. I'm so thankful that I'm able to sell these products, you know, and you have to kind of like overcome it so that you can continue uh, to grow and share your product with people. 
Right, because essentially, like, um, people continuing to want to have gallery walls and continuing to build their Ellie Cup collection is what is going to fund you for your yes. this business. And so, um, just spreading the word about you and and being a fan of yours is is a way that people are supporting you and and your business. So it's good. It's that's really it's a good way to look at it. Um, Thank you. So. I know that like there had to be so much because we're talking just a couple of years ago um, that mm-hmm. you started this journey. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously you have natural art talent. And so the honing of your art skills is probably an entirely different conversation. But for the purpose of this <laughs> podcast, there had to be so much like just business logistics that you had to start tackling at that point. Cause you were like, okay, now this is going to be what I do for a living. And there's just a certain amount of steps that you have to take to, you know, do that correctly. So I assume, yeah, you know, you had obviously have a big, yeah, like exactly. So <laughs> who, I assume you leaned on your parents. Like who, who was your support system there? How did you learn what to do? So, um, definitely my dad. And then I actually have like, I go to a guy and he dissects everything he's like mm, shouldn't have done that so oh you um, got it really, that's awesome <laughs> yes so I got a tax guy but no oh, like I it. just turned so I turned 20 this year I'm closer to being um 21 now but um I love it oh my gosh it's crazy and so to be able to um really do everything correctly like that's the thing in the background I'm doing so much and then like when you see me like a customer looking in, you're like, oh my gosh, look, she gets to paint for a living. And it's like, oh, it's so fun. She sits and paints all day. (laughs) And then at home, I'm crying because I'm like, oh my gosh, dad, what if the, um, the tax people, what if they come after me? And he's like, they're not going to come after you. You're, you're doing fine. So the, the logistics of a small business is something that I think everybody out there struggles with. That's literally what I do for a living is answer these types of questions. And so really I, like the experience of having to do it, like the knowledge your parents have from doing it multiple times is just invaluable mm-hmm. from, from where you're sitting. But now you also have those things because every yes. time you go out and do something or build a website or sell something online or host a sale or interact with a wholesale client, you figure out mm-hmm. a different way to approach something, right? Yes. And that has been something is like figuring out like just the verbiage to talk to people, you know, cause like And um, with like social media, how I present myself, because like before I had a business Instagram, I didn't use social media, like didn't touch it at all. And so to present myself like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I have to offer um, and like make it to where like I want to show people that I am professional, but also show like, hey, I'm a real person. This is how like this is how I talk, you know, so like. If yes. you read my Instagram captions, I'll say y'all and folks a lot. <laughs> Even though I'm from, uh, you know, Illinois, I <laughs> the Midwest. have some crazy words, <laughs> yes. Um, but then, like, transitioning into, like, talking to um, different clients and stuff, like, that has been something where it's like, hey, you're not really a kid anymore. Like, you have a product that you're offering and you have to figure out how to talk to people about it. Yeah. So that would be, I would think a big hurdle. Um, just because I think as artists, like you said, we have a hard time, like being like, I'm awesome. You should pay me for this because just as artists, <laughs> yes. that's, that's kind of how we are. 
something that I'm really passionate about is like affordable art, you know, like, cause not everyone can afford like a $400 painting and everything. Sure. And I think that's okay. Like some people, and it is 100% if, if you just want to sell paintings of that higher price, that's awesome. Like, I'm so happy that you're able to do that. But for me, like when somebody walks in and they're like, Hey, like I can't afford, um, a painting or a print right now, but I would love a sticker from you. And then they come back and they buy more stickers because it's what they can afford. Like, that's awesome. Or like if they um, can't afford a print and then they share it with their friends and their friends come and buy prints, like not everyone can afford those paintings. And I think that's okay. So like to be able to offer these different products, I think it was a very big thing uh, from like a very big goal that I want to achieve. Yeah. And then I've seen, I've seen lately that you, you've been doing like some custom designs, like mainly I've seen it like uh, manifested in like stickers for like business promotions and that kind of thing. But you've been doing like, what, like, like sketches of people's um, logos and their businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has been a really fun new thing that uh, I've kind of been doing this year. And okay. so I've worked with a bunch of local businesses and it's a really fun way for us to collab and create something out of that, you know, because yes. then people who love my art, um, they can find out about a new business. So I worked with like a local restaurant and then a couple local boutiques, some coffee shops, like I've worked with all kinds of people. So then like I had a friend from high school, like we didn't even talk very much and they're like, oh my gosh, I saw your sticker at Milltown, which is a local coffee shop here. And so they bought that and now it's on their laptop and everything. So it's a cool way for people to um, support me by having a piece of my art, you know, like wherever they go, wherever they put their sticker, but also support um, whatever business that sticker was made for. So that has been sure. a really fun thing that I would love to grow. I would love to work with, you know, a bunch more businesses. Yeah, I really, I saw um, some of the things that you've been posting recently about that. And I just think that that is such a great idea. I think collaborating with other businesses is always just a really great move because like you said, it just broadens everybody's awareness of every, all the parties involved. It just, it just makes your circle bigger. And I really love seeing when other small businesses are embracing that idea. So that is just really fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, it has been fun. So when we're talking about the, the art business as it is, and so the way that you are, um, con like interacting with your customers and how people can buy your art now you're doing, um, markets, what, what, how else can people find your art right now? So I, um, I, yeah, obviously I do like vendor fairs and markets um, and stuff. So then those I do just about like every Saturday or Sunday from um, like April to December. Sure. So like super busy. Um, but I uh, built my own website earlier this year. So I launched that, um, I think in February. And That's then, fantastic. Um, so thank you. That was a, a whole hurdle to, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because. Over. You're not, you're not a website builder. You're an artist, right? But you were one yeah, for this. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was, um, that was really fun to, you know, figure out. <laughs> sure. So yeah. um, you can shop on my website. And then I also have my stuff in um, a couple local stores too. So one of them is um, Skeleton Key. And then the other is my parents store, which is Buttercup Candles. So <clears throat> 
Amazing. And so, um, you know, you're doing a little bit of everything. Um, you're doing markets, you've got the online retail. What are your goals for this coming year? Like you've been diversifying. It seems like almost every year you've been in business, you started making just original paintings and then you started making prints and selling in different arenas. And then you, you know, now you've been doing like custom sticker designs and you're selling kind of in a lot of different formats. So what other kind of like growth potential do you see for yourself or where are you trying to take this next? So my goal, I would love to have like other consumable products for people. So something like if you're like, oh, I really don't have room on my wall. I would love to have like stationary. Like that is something that I've been working on um, for the past like year and a half now. Um, and so that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't know about because I don't share it, but, um, working on like notebooks and notepads and different stuff like that and apparel, like these things, just because I don't share them doesn't mean I'm not working on them. And so those have been very big things that I would love to eventually come out with probably like middle of next year, hopefully fingers crossed. Yeah, sure. (laughs) But, um, then it's just like a, cause I love notepads. Like I have notepads from like a bunch of different brands. Cause I just always have it like next to my computer. I am a nerd for stationery, <laughs> just a nerd for stationery. So I used to have like stationery, um, like subscriptions and stuff. So I would love to, um, like offer something like that. And then like, when you come see me in person, like I want to have t-shirts with my art on it. Like that would be, that's a dream, but I want to make them like perfect, you know, like I want the quality to be great and not just something rushed. So. Sure. Sure. I really, um, I love that. And I love the, how you're thinking outside of the box in different ways to apply your art and grow and expand your business. I think that it's incredible all that you've accomplished for being, um, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't, think that age is usually a factor, but it is really incredible the amount of stuff that you've been able to accomplish and um, in a very small amount of time. So kudos to you for um, putting in the work because, you know, regardless of the the artistic talent that you obviously have, the things that you're making don't sell themselves. So you really, it is really a ton of work to build a business and to sell and market yourself and, and create something that's um, really sustainable in, in the way that you have. So it's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, it was um, quite the like change from like working for someone to like working for yourself and figuring out like all the logistics that went with that. Um, and like, a lot of times, because um, I've met quite a few other artists doing this, and I've met a lot of artists who they have the creative aspect, but they don't have the business aspect, and that is totally okay. You know, not everyone wants to be this big major business owner, but um, learning how to have that business mindset and like, this is your job, like you want to grow this, you want to be able to put food on the table and feed your, you know, your family and everything and help with that. Um, it has been it's been interesting, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I mean that when we're talking about building a business at any age, there's a lot of things to consider. And I think that being an artist at any age, there are also a lot of things to consider, but when you combine those two things and um, try to really pursue this as a career, you know, it's, it's incredibly difficult and it's not something that just anybody 
um, sticks with for, for this long and it can make it as, as successful as you are. So I think that that's definitely something that needs to be said because it's just really um, a grind to promote yourself and to commit the time every day. Like you said, it is so much different from working for somebody else where you have to clock in at a certain time and they tell you, here's your to-do list for today. Here are the rules mm-hmm. you need to follow. And then here's your paycheck at the end of the day. Um, yeah. it's quite a bit different to be the, be self-motivated enough to do all the things that it takes to, to create a business that's profitable. Yeah. And that and right there, like, um, the motivation part like that is something because um growing up like when I tell people like oh I was always super creative like I tried all these different things but like that's the thing when I got bored of something I would try something new you know like okay well I I bought the supplies for this but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go try something I'm gonna do watercolor or ceramics now and so that's the thing is like this business is so different because sometimes like I'll paint a design a few times and I'm like I'm bored of this but it's like a different feeling like but I love this job I love that I get to share it with people so like what is something new and so then I tried like florals uh in February of this year and so then it's a way to like pivot and not get burnt out while sticking with you know this job yeah I I really like that I noticed I was kind of following along when you were doing um a chat, like a challenge or something like a floral challenge for February. Yeah. It felt like it was mm-hmm. like maybe Valentine's day times it or something like that. And you were painting a different kind of floral every time. And I thought that is such a fun way to kind of break out of the box because a lot exactly. of times I think yep. is it as an artist, you can be like, um, well, I can paint anything. So mm-hmm. what do I paint? Because there's like yeah. too many options, but when you give yourself like <laughs> yes. a box to operate within, like, okay, I'm going to incorporate florals into something every day for a month. I think that that's a mm-hmm. fun way to expand, um, maybe your skill set or just meet your mind about what kind of style of art you want to create. Yeah. And definitely helps with like the art block because that's something that I've definitely experienced. And so it's hard when it's like, you have these markets coming up, but you're like, I don't want to paint at all right now. And so yeah. to find like, and so that's when I, I really think like, okay, um, look at these and so a lot of different people have these themes so then I can as long as I incorporate this theme then I can create something new and so that really helps because it's like I don't have to really come up with an idea it's like here's a part of it and then you grow on that idea so then that really helps kind of like get get the wheels turning again yeah yeah I like that because that is probably the most unique part about running a art business I would say is that what do you do when the creativity isn't there? <laughs> like, what do you do with the motivation? Because you can't just make stuff. Like, it's just not mm-hmm. that easy, right? So if you have was, to have a I certain... would be way bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, you have to have some things in place because like you said, it is still a business. You still have to like show up. You still have to have art to sell. So you have yes. to have some sort of mm-hmm. formula like, okay, I can make this one and I can make prints of this one, or I can do, I can make this one in a bunch of different sizes, or I can paint that one in different colors or something like that. But you have to have some sort of method yes, um, 100%. for moving forward. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You pretty much, you said it pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we're just like, like, so, like oh yeah. <laughs> 
So what would you say um, to people who are starting out in this business or thinking about selling their art? What are, is there anything you wish you'd known like when you started or that you like a lesson you learned along the way that you think has been um, particularly helpful or what would you say? So um, I, for a long time, I was like, I don't know if I was the um, advice kind of person, but I like since starting my art, and I've been on a couple things where people have asked me a similar question. And I just have this one thing that like, it just sticks with me and it's don't limit yourself. And I've said it on a couple different things. And it's just like, don't say you can't do something if you don't even try. Like, cause for so many years, my dad, gave, like he kind of nudged me like, why don't you try and sell your art? And I was just like, I could never do that. Like I see all these other people doing that and they're doing a great job. I'll let them stick with it. Like I'm good. But like when I really started to and like I started just trying and I didn't say I couldn't do it before because then you're just setting yourself up for failure before you even know. And so for me, when I started trying, I achieved things that I don't think I ever would have achieved if I would have just, you know, said, no, thanks. Let someone else do it. So if you are a creative type or an artist um, or like anything under you know that umbrella just just go for it and just really try you know give it a go yeah I, <laughs> yeah, I think that so I think a lot of people are afraid of failing mm-hmm. um but I think that for me personally not trying is harder to swallow you know I want to I yeah. want to know if it'll work or not and it's exhilarating either way <laughs> I yeah, mean, the families like, hurt really bad, but they're going to happen <laughs> inevitably. But, you know, you're going to fail no matter what. So but you might then, as well like, try. For, yeah, for me, like, I am, I'm, like, a curious person. And so, like, if I don't do something, the what ifs will start, yeah. you know, really getting to me. And so, like, if you know, like, yeah, the failures can hurt, but then it's like, hey, what else can I do? What's next? You know, like, yeah, that whole kind of mindset and everything. Sure. Sure. Well, I really, um, I really love that. I'm so excited to see where you go. I think that, um, your future is very bright as an artist, but also as a business owner, you come from a line of entrepreneurs. So I'm sure that you will have many things in your future, but I'm just excited to see (laughs) Um, where your art goes. And um, I love seeing your uh, reach broaden and more people find out about you. I tell people about you all the time. Your art's all over my house. So um, I'm a a big fan and and I'm going to... um, you know, link your website and your Instagram and stuff in this episode. So everybody can take a look and see um, how wonderful your art is that we've been talking about for this episode. And um, yeah, I'm just really grateful the, the way I got to meet you and the, and like knowing artists like you are out there building things. Um, it's just really exciting for me. But yes, I want to hear about this because so, it's very <laughs> peculiar how you're like, well, I had this whole career lined up and then I was yeah. like, I'm going to follow my passion of art instead. But what was this? How did you get into the skate world? And what what, what was this? Tell me about it. Okay. So <laughs> in 2020, that's when I started. So I started in February of 2020. And um, so like before COVID even happened and my dad was like, you need to get a but job. Like right before. <laughs> 
Yeah, like right before. And so it was crazy working there. And so I um, went to the interview. And so this, uh, my boss's name, uh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> my boss, we'll just say that. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> he was the best though. He taught me like everything I know. Like the person I am today was like, I am a completely different person because of where but I worked there. And so people are like, really a skate shop? And it's like, yes, it's crazy. And I didn't even skateboard before I worked there. And so. Oh, that's incredible. So I, how did you, how did you even get into it? Um, so I, uh, my dad skateboarded when he was younger. And so like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know? And so I sure. was like, sure, let's go. You know, I got the call for an interview. And so it was a group interview and me and one other person were hired from it. And so my dad was like, just shake their hand at the end of it. And I was like, dad, that's so dumb. I'm not going to shake their hand. And so <laughs> <laughs> afterwards I shook their hand and I literally walked out of the mall and I got the call. They're like, Hey, you were amazing. Like when you shook our hands, we were just school tactics really worked. You shook these people's hand yes. and they were like, and come yeah. work with us. Yes. And so I was super shy and super like, I still talk to people, but I was pretty soft-spoken. I would say, um, I still talked a lot, <laughs> but I didn't talk very loud. And so, um, this was my very first, my very first job ever. And so um, while we, and it was a sales job, I was commission-based. And so I had to sure. learn how to upsell people and everything. And so that's where I learned like the world of sales. And I, I loved it so much. <laughs> like if I ever stopped being an artist, I would go find a regular old sales job and I would thrive. Um, but that's fantastic. Well, I mean, those skills are invaluable as an artist. I mean, obviously, crazy. right? And so he, um, there's this thing. And so it's basically the seven steps. Don't ask me to say them because it's been a while since I've worked there okay. quit yeah. a couple of years ago, but basically it's all these acronyms on like how to approach a customer. And so like one of the biggest things is like when someone walks in the store and you can use this like with your art or with like, if you work somewhere else. And so like you greet them and you walk away, you let them experience what you have to offer sure. and then you return, like you come back to them. And I use these seven steps every time I'm at an event. Like I, that's just how I, I am now. And so we would have to yell shoe sizes from the back of the store to the front of the store. And so my boss, I would be like, it's a size seven. And he would be like, I can't hear you. So then I would have to yell louder, which really got me like out of my comfort zone. And so like, he seriously taught me like everything. And so to be able to be confident in like what I have to say and um, to be able to sell a product, like I didn't really have that business knowledge. Like I had my parents to help, but he, he really like, you know, motivated me to learn that stuff as well. So it's kind of crazy. And that's, then because it was wonderful. COVID, I became a manager uh, three months into working there. And <laughs> wow. um I only worked there for a month and then there was COVID. And so like, then I became uh, like head manager of like the second assistant managers. And then I was uh, later, a couple of years later, offered the job for the assistant store manager. And that's when I, uh, he told me to turn it down and pursue art. So 
kind of crazy. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. But I mean, like that is, that is the key to getting the most out of your experiences. Like this is how people know things is they take what they know from one lesson and then they can apply it to other things. Like you're taking the things yeah. you learned from the sales job. You soaked it all in, you learned mm -hmm. because it's all, it all applies. It can apply in, in anything you want to sell. It can apply. Yep. 100%. Even if you're talking so, about like, selling yourself, like even if you're talking about like getting the job or talking to somebody about taking a position, like being able to confidently sell yourself is in there as well. Yeah. Like that is, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Cause I had to, I mean, I started when I was um, 17 and it was like, you know, uh, high school ended while I was there because of COVID. Like I went through so much and like, to, I had to talk to our um, district manager. That was terrifying. So to be able to like learn how to talk to higher ups in a company as well, like working at a skateboard shop taught me like some of the most valuable life information ever. And I never would have expected it. Yes. I love that. That is, there's, that's really a nugget anybody can, can learn from because you just never know what you can glean. You can learn from any situation. You can glean a lesson from any interaction if you're if you're willing mm -hmm. to absorb it yeah and that's why like I I love my job because I get to talk to people and like connecting I've connected with some just like awesome people and if you're uh like I used to have like no confidence and so the confidence I have now is from talking to all these people and so if you just like you know that you are worth it and what you have to offer is worth it. And then you kind of grow and talk to these people. You can achieve things that you never even would have known. Yes. I love that. Well, and that kind of ties back into your, just go for it. Just try it. Mm -hmm. You know, advice to anybody who's thinking about starting out in this art industry is like, um, you don't, you don't get the confidence and then you do the thing. You do the thing yeah. and then that gives you confidence to keep doing it. <laughs> yes. And trust me, it is hard. Like it was not easy. Like I was just so nervous to like yell to the back of the store. I was like, I'm not doing that. And then by the end of it, like I was telling people what to do and I was like, yeah. no, this is how it's done. And the store was running great. Like you have to learn, you know, you got to grow in that. So yeah, I love that. Get a little <laughs> bit uncomfortable to to get through to the next step. I love that so much. That's definitely mm -hmm. a lesson anybody can can appreciate. And hopefully there's somebody out here that's going to listen to this and think like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to try it because that's really that's the first step is just take the step. Mhm. Mm yeah, and you you don't even know what's out there yet. So that's yep. incredible. Well, I think that your future is very bright, Ellie. I think that you're just a Thank fantastic you. artist. I think that you're obviously a very bright business owner and I'm super excited to see where your art takes you. I'll be buying pieces from you forever. And I would love to have you come back and talk again um, soon when we can talk about the things you're developing in the stationary line. And um, yeah, yeah I love that. Have you, have you come back anytime? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me.